Welcome to You Beauty. This is the podcast for your face and I'm Kelly McCarran. Oh, Kel. I'm Lee Campbell. I just love looking at your face. Oh, I love looking at your You've face. You've put in lots of effort today. I have and I don't often put in You don't normally wear effort. any makeup into the studio. I just rock up like a bit sweaty. <laughs> now, guys, we have a favour to ask. If you like You Beauty, could you please go to the app where you listen and give us a rating, a high one, <laughs> and a nice comment because the more people do that, the higher up in the feeds we go and then we can keep producing this show. Because other people are going to discover us and hopefully fall in love with us. So. And we will grow into this behemoth product. And Lee, before we kick things off today, I think that you have some news to tell everyone. <laughs> it's so exciting. I do have some news. Some people in the Facebook group may already know, but I and my husband are expecting a baby in June. Yay! Yay! There's no hiding it anymore. If you're <laughs> no. in the studio, there's, yeah, there's one extra person in the studio, which is very exciting. So this episode is going to be a bit pregnancy-based because I've been getting thousands of questions about the products I'm using and importantly not using. Should we get started? Let's get started. Okay, so our first question today is from Crystal. Please, and this is in all caps, so it's like, please, for all the pregnant ladies out there and for all the women who are one day going to have a baby, can you help give some clear guidelines on what beauty products are safe to use during pregnancy? Yes, excellent question. And the short answer is actually no. So there aren't any clear guidelines. And this is what's so tricky is Mm. that there's no certification for pregnancy safe. I believe that there should be. Um, There's definitely general information, but essentially it comes down to personal choice. Like anything else you do in pregnancy, you know, you're advised not to have mayonnaise or raw fish, but again, you can do it. So I'm going to go through a few things, but at the end of the day, it's a personal choice and you should always, always check with your obstetrician or call Mother Safe. So if you're paying for a private obstetrician, ask them. They are expensive. Use that service. (laughs) You ask every question you have. I take photos of every product and email them to my obstetrician. I'm like, yeah, your name. And she's probably like, here we go again. You're paying the bill. Yeah, exactly. And then if you are going through the public system, which is excellent, um, call Mother Safe. It's a hotline and it's there to ask any questions about pregnancy and having a baby and you can ask product questions. That's so cool. Okay, we'll put that number in the show notes as well then. It's very helpful, Kel. So some general stuff. Um, It's advised not to use retinol or vitamin A's when you're pregnant, um, which I think is really good advice. How come? Because they haven't done studies on if it can affect the baby. So Mm -hmm. the hardest part about pregnancy is... No one's going to put 200 pregnant women in a study and try stuff on them. 100%, yeah. So many things might be safe, but we need to err on the side of caution because it hasn't been tested. So no vitamin A and no retinols. Confusingly, some brands are now bringing out what they're calling pregnancy-safe vitamin A's or retinols. They'll say, actually, our version's safe in pregnancy. That's where I would ask your obstetrician. Okay. Because... Those kind of ingredients are getting more and more sophisticated. They're getting much safer to use, less irritation and perhaps fine in pregnancy. But that, again, is a personal choice. Just because a beauty brand says it's okay, I would still check with your doctor. So a lot of women still want to do, you know, anti-aging or whatever it is during pregnancy, but they can't use their favorite vitamin A or retinol. Vitamin C is a good alternative. Most vitamin Cs are completely safe. Having said that, for me, I can't use any vitamin C because my skin is so sensitive in this pregnancy. Really? So dry and so sensitive. And as you know, normally I'm oily and not sensitive. You can just chuck anything on your skin usually. Not now. (laughs) So um, I tried using a couple of vitamin Cs because I want to treat my pigmentation. And of course, oftentimes women in pregnancy get melasma, get pigmentation. Mm -hmm. Um, But no vitamin Cs are agreeing with my skin at the moment. 
So that's a tricky one. But if they are agreeing with you, that's completely fine. So I'm quite lucky. My skin's been very sensitive, but I haven't had hormonal acne. Hormonal acne in pregnancy is extremely common. It's also tricky to treat because your hormones are going nuts for the whole nine months. So you're kind of just keeping it at bay. You're not going to clear it up because the hormones are just like week to week doing Mm. whatever they want. Um, So I would say for women that are experiencing hormonal acne in pregnancy um, to actually do less. So a lot of people are like, shit, how do I fix this? They're trying new products. They're chopping and changing. They're adding too many products. Um, Anecdotally, my girlfriends that are pregnant who have hormonal acne are going back to basics and just sort of dealing with it case by case. You can't really solve it, if that makes sense. Mm. What I also want to touch on is natural. So I think people's first instinct is to go, okay, I'm going to go all natural, which is good, but it's kind of, I ask people why, and they're like, I don't know why. I just think it's meant to be better. Um, A lot of natural products contain essential oils. I was just about to say that, and some can bring on early labor, right? Yes. Well done. So (laughs) you know you think. I'm not having a baby, but I have lots of friends that, yeah. So Yeah. And so essential oils um, are something you also need to be very careful of. Some can trigger labor. Some have other reasons for not being used. I personally use a natural fragrance that is made of essential oils, but I'm making what I believe is an educated decision in the oils that are in it that I feel safe using it. Mm Mm-hmm because I don't want to use artificial fragrance while I'm pregnant. I don't use any artificial fragrance on my body, in my products, or I don't have any candles at home. That's just a personal, well, I have them, but I don't like them. That's a personal choice. Um, A lot of women ask about getting their nails done. So it's relatively safe to get your nails done. You know, 20 years ago, nail polish was much more toxic than it is now. Then we heard um, formulas go to what was called three free where they took away the three most harsh ingredients now most nail polishes are five free oh wow so they haven't got you know those really harsh ingredients what I would say is if you're going to a really affordable nail place where you don't know the brand take your own could you also you might feel a bit silly like put one of those little masks on so you're totally. not breathing in the fumes as much absolutely particularly if you're in a nail salon if you're yeah. doing it at home the fumes yeah. probably are well ventilated but if you're in a salon wear a mask or sit at the seat closest to the door if you're getting a pedicure just be careful of foot massage because it's not recommended that you get hardcore feet massages because that can also bring on labor really yes um which my husband thinks is great because he's like i can't give you a foot rub because you're going to labor and i'm like mate your little two minute rub yeah it's not, not going to do anything yes. <laughs> we're talking about hardcore reflexology they don't advise that tanning is a really personal thing so i got a spray tan last week and i put it on instagram and oh my god the messages you shouldn't be fake tanning oh my god i know um, i hate people sometimes like oh man the opinions around pregnancy oh, i'm discovering are wild it's so personal do what you want it's, it's your so body personal. and so i had research i mean don't inject heroin but well, exactly and i had done a huge amount of research i went to a new place that i'd never been to before because they had what i have researched as the most natural spray tan for extremely sensitive skins Mm. went and had it wore a mask they were great they do lots of pregnant people all the time and I didn't get any itchies which I normally would with any other products so I was really comfortable personally it's beautiful thank you hair color is another question I get asked a lot can I get my hair colored um again I would speak to your doctor and or your hairdresser I personally wouldn't get bleach on my scalp um, but I'm brunette so that's fine I've had my roots done a couple of times since I've been pregnant just to cover my greys and that's a semi there's no kind of ammonia or anything in there that is a, a very personal thing there's really great products to cover your roots if you're worried particularly in the first 12 weeks the first 12 weeks you know the first trimester is when 
it's the scariest, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and they tell you to avoid massage during that time. Massage after 12 weeks is fine. Really? Why before? I don't know exactly why, but um, you're at a high risk of miscarriage during that 12 weeks until yeah. you kind of get okay. into the quote unquote safe zone. Not that that really exists. People think they need to steer clear of almost all products. They really don't. You know, a lot of chemicals are completely safe, so you don't have to just go natural. Definitely no Botox, definitely no filler while you're pregnant or breastfeeding. I can't imagine any doctor would would do that. Yeah. Um, and also it's like it's not very long, guys. Like, let's just Exactly. And I'm really lucky. Like my skin's been better pregnant. Your skin looks beautiful. Oh, thank God. And I love that you were like, <laughs> and now I have new skin to try different things on. I know. Last time we recorded, which obviously I was pregnant, but I couldn't say. But yeah, I'm so dry. Mm. But otherwise it's really good. But sunscreen, 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 because your skin with the hormones is really susceptible to the sun and you can get melasma and pigmentation. So I would just What's wear... melasma? Melasma is pregnancy pigmentation. So oh. you often see it. It's called the melasma mask it can almost look like um you know when kids in school do the paint thing and they smush it together and it's like a butterfly yeah you can often get that it's around the lip area around the eye area it's it's big groups of pigmentation it's just a joy of pregnancy (laughs) mate we should do another episode on the other shit that happens to your body during pregnancy because it is wild (laughs) and no one talks about it no one talks about it or they do but like to their mum friends that also went through that they don't talk about it to people that aren't Exactly. Never, oh, no. I, mm. You should see my Google history. It's wild. <laughs> um, but what I would say to women that are experiencing the acne problem, I feel you. I would go to a really reputable facial person, explain that you're pregnant, that you're very cautious about products, and let them sort your skin out. I know that you probably are worried about finances while you're pregnant. That's very stressful. But just going and getting that on track will make you feel a bit better mm. while your body is going through all these crazy changes that you're not in control of. Because it can be quite a scary time. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, you can use a lot more products than you think you can. You don't have to go all natural coconut oil, you know, as long as you're essentially avoiding vitamin A and retinol, Botox Bleach. and fillers. Mm. Exactly. Um, you can use pretty much your normal stuff. Just steer clear of those hardcore actives. I doubt your skin could take them anyway. Mm. So you probably don't need them. Yeah. Thank you. So our next question is from Jessica, who has asked, what is the best serum or cream to use on stretch marks? Another pregnancy joy. Um, look, I've got a hard fact here. You can't really prevent stretch marks. We really? Can, really. And I interviewed a bunch of dermatologists for this because I really wanted them to tell me. Obviously, I have a vested interest at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 90% of women will experience stretch marks. There is no proven prevention. Anecdotally, you'll hear lots of women saying, I use this cream and that worked and I use that and that worked great absolutely go for it so there's heaps of research around the fact that um, massage is really good for the baby you massaging after the 12 weeks after the 12 weeks you massaging your belly connects to the baby it produces hormones that make you feel good and baby feel good so absolutely do it but if you get stretch marks will depend on your age so I am what's called a geriatric pregnancy sorry what lovely term so if you're over 35 it's labeled a geriatric pregnancy Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? What a lovely term. I will be 37 when our baby is born. And so I am interestingly noticing my skin is nowhere near as elastic as it was in my early 20s. And my body's going through these rapid changes. So I don't think any sort of body oil or body butter can really fight that. But of course, I'm trying because I'm so dry and sensitive. Anyway, it's nice to hydrate. There's so many brands on the market. I love Walida. I've been using some 
Trilogy oils. Do it twice a day if you can. I don't like in this heat to go to work feeling sticky. So I actually don't put any body lotion or anything on in the morning. I just lube up with body oil at night. Yeah. Um, and then go to bed like basically like a chicken that's ready to go in the oven. <laughs> Use the lotions if you like. Make sure, don't forget your boobs because I've already got some stretch marks this pregnancy from like my boobs just went, whoa. Have they already just gone it's huge? It's disgusting. <laughs> okay, it's never disgusting. I'm sure no, Rich isn't is. complaining. But, you know, don't forget your bum and your hips. It's just a nice thing to do. But whether or not it can actually prevent it, there's actually no studies. The good thing is the stretch marks might look really hardcore and purple after you give birth to Bob and you go back to normal. Um, they'll fade to a light silvery colour. Mm. There are lasers you can have if you really want to remove stretch marks. I've even seen some great tattoo artists who tattoo the stretch mark, the perfect skin colour that matches your skin. Really? It's incredible. So there's definitely things you can do after. Keep up the lotion and body oils, but also don't expect a miracle. And And don't get down on yourself if you get them. Yeah, 90% of women have them. Like it's – I did a photo shoot last year where I was in my bikini. It was very – confronting and before they went to retouching I said to the retoucher I was like do not retouch my stretch marks out because I love that everyone has them like well 90% I would say I don't know one friend that doesn't have at least one so and also who cares there's so many more things in life to worry about exactly you're getting a little squishy baby yeah worth it Spendy Savy, Spendy Savy, give me a Spendy. What's your Spendy? Well, it's time to move on to Spendy Savy. And I'm really hoping that you have a new, fun, pregnancy safe product as your Spendy. I do. And my saving. Yay. All right. So we're starting with Spendies? Yeah. Okay. So my Spendy is a serum, a face serum, a very expensive face serum. It's $195. Ooh. I know. Shite. So I, as I mentioned, my skin is very dry and very sensitive. Everything I was using before, can't touch. Yeah. My skin is just like absolutely no way. Thank you very much. So I've moved on to the BioEffect EGF serum, $195. I've heard about this one though. Right. Mm. Okay. So back in 2017 in an old job, I traveled to Iceland where this product is from to interview the scientists that made it, see how it's made. And I was pregnant at that time. Sadly, that pregnancy didn't end well, but it was good timing because when I was there, I drilled them on everything because they're very proudly pregnancy safe, even yeah. though it's this incredibly high scientific product. And they explained it all to me, so I felt very comfortable using it during that pregnancy, and I've gone back to it in this pregnancy. So the EGF in this serum, it's actually a plant-based replica of a protein that naturally occurs in human skin. It's quite fascinating. They use wheat um, and they, I know, it's very like. And it's all made in Iceland? Yeah, it's all made in Iceland. Which if you haven't been there before, to our listener, it's like the weirdest, coolest place ever, It's like being on the moon. It's Mars or the moon, right? Because it's just, yeah. So one in two women in, and some men in, in Iceland use this serum. It's like their wow. like national product, basically. Um, and it's a really great all-rounder. So it's good for fatigue, fine lines, pigmentation, just general aging. So I'm using it at the moment. It's bloody expensive. You only need three drops at night. I cleanse my skin and then I just put that on, nothing else on top. And it's really great. It's kind of helping give me that radiance. And lovely people have been saying my skin looks really nice. Yeah, it does. So, so that's what I've been using because it's what I'm happy to use as my anti-aging product mm. while I'm pregnant. Very pricey though. Sauce so about it. Very pricey, but then again, like <laughs> serums in general can be just so pricey. So yes, and I can't use anything else. So I'm like, oh well, just yeah, go bougie <laughs> on that one product. What's your spendy? 
my spendy is like literally one of my newest favorite things mm. and it has been so for the last month while I've been trialing it. So I'm sure you would have heard about it. It's like one of those products that so many people talk about, but I've just never tried it. It's the Summer Fridays Jet Lag Mask. Ooh. Oh, sweet Jesus of hydration and moisture. <laughs> oh my God. So I recently flew to the Northern Hemisphere so my skin going from the heat of summer to the cold just went ballistic. Like mm. it was so sore because it was so dry and cracked and, oh, it was just disgusting. And um, I went and then I saw it on someone's YouTube or someone's Instagram or something recommending it. And I was like, jet lag mask. I have jet lag and I have bad skin. This must be right for me. Because <laughs> it only came to Australia about two months ago. Okay, so maybe that's why here. I haven't actually heard about it that much. Yes, but, but the now hype that- in the US is next Huge. level. Mm. Yeah. And um, But now they do have it in um, Australia. It's $73, which is pricey, but you don't need much. No, you don't. The tube isn't massive, but you don't need much. No, you really don't need much, and it's just amazing. Now, may I ask, because there's various ways to use this mask. Yes. How are you using it? Are you sleeping in it? Are you before makeup? I'm disgusting. I've just been wearing it all the time. So <laughs> I've been, I mean, not now that I'm back in the heat, but even last night, actually, I put some on my skin. I just pressed a little bit in before I went to bed, put a bit of oil over the top as well to really suck it in. But like on the flight, on the way home, I just smeared it all over a thick layer and then my eye patch actually just got stuck, stuck to it That's because I fell asleep. <laughs> and 10 hours later I woke up and I'm like, oh, I can't get it off. And then are you tissueing it off? I have been, just like this morning it. I just rinsed my face before I did my makeup. When my skin was really dry, I was putting it on under my makeup as my moisturiser. That's how I've used it. So when I got to try it a few months ago, I thought, okay, I'll try it mm. before bed and I wore it to bed, but it wasn't enough for me on its own. Yeah. Um, so I like that you put an oil on top. Um, but then I tried a less amount kind of under my makeup. It's yep. a bit like um, the Clarins Beauty Flash Balm, like using it in that way. Oh, okay. And that was perfect for me. So under makeup is the best way for me to use the mask. Um, and then you can, like you say, on the flight, like pop it on for half an hour or oh, 10 hours. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> it's interesting because, yeah, it's pricey, but... The reviews are generally amazing and there's yeah. a few people that hate it. And I'm like, is it? Really? Yeah. I wonder what someone hates about it. Probably the price. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Okay. And mm. that's fair. Like, And because I would say as well, it's almost like a less intense version of the skin food. Great segue. Are you ready for me to do my saving? Oh my God. Yes. Go. <laughs> I love how I just jumped to my saving. Oh my God. What so, a great segue. As people that listen to the podcast a lot know, Kelly and I both love Walita Skin Food. If you're in the so Facebook much. group, mm. I just basically suggest Walita Skin Food for any skin problem. It's such a great product. Um, so Walita have just brought out a new line or an extension line to skin food, including a body butter. Oh. And so this Walita Skin Food body butter is $29.95. It's in a tub and it's amazing because I'm using it all over my body for baby and me at night and putting a few pumps of one of their oils in it too and mixing them sort of together because Walita Skin Food, for anyone that's used it, is way too thick to put all over your body. Oh, yeah. You'd use a whole tube and you wouldn't be able to Feel good. You couldn't like even spread it. It's too, it's almost like glue. Mm. Um, So this body butter is absolutely beautiful. 
God, what else do I say about it? It's basically just more like a skin <laughs> it's food. Just amazing. But in a different formula. Uh-huh. It's really beautiful. It dry if you don't mix oil in it, it actually dries down quite nicely. Like you still feel very hydrated, but you could wear clothes. So okay. you could do it in the morning. Um, but I'm just really loving Walida. They have a beautiful pregnancy range of oils and products, but I feel safe using all of their products. Like I've got a bunch of their different oils, half used, quarter used, and I'm just kind of grabbing anything, mm. mix it with the body butter and then smush it all over. Does it have the same fragrance as the skin food? Mm. That is a really good question. Like kind of lemony. Not as intense from what my pregnancy nose is remembering because yeah. I hate um, fragrances. I actually, are... and I have never been a huge fan of the Walita Skin yes. Food. I love the product, but the smell, the it's scent. not nice. Yeah. Well, there's also now Walita Skin Food Light, so it's a light formula. Oh. And there's a lip balm. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Um, but my favourite is the body butter. It's amazing. Oh, gosh. Mm. Well, funnily enough, we can segue that <laughs> into my savy. Okay, not a body butter, but it is called... Butter bronzer. Oh. <laughs> so it's the physician's formula butter bronzer. And guys, I have officially found my favorite bronzer in the entire world. Whoa. I know. That's a really big deal. Huge call. And it's physician's like 20. formula is so cheap. It's like 20 bucks. And it's like one of their most expensive products type thing. It's Is it the one that's in the grid? Like it looks like checks? No, no. no. I See, I don't really like those ones because oh. I just want one colour yeah. type thing. So firstly, like you open it and it smells like a tropical oasis, but not too intense. It's not like you're putting a perfume on your face. It just has like a really yummy smell to it. And it honestly blends better than any bronzer I've ever used. Oh, my God. This is massive. Have you got I know. it on now? No. Oh. I don't know. I don't actually this always ha- happen. It does. I don't actually I just put a cream bronzer on today though, like just on my you contouring look extremely parts. Dewy. Yeah. But it doesn't have a matte finish, even though it's a powder. It's just creamy and it just looks like your skin and I'm just so in love with it. Oh my god, I'm gonna go get it. It's beautiful. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Okay, so I think it's so hard. Like when you find it, get it in like two or three. It's hard to find. It's just always sold out at Priceline or I think maybe try like littler drugstores because that way then they might just be not be as popular. But you can tell you just got back from New York. Drugstores. <laughs> um, I took my coffee and went to a drugstore and got all of my products, okay? Wow, that was like a really weird hybrid Boston accent. <laughs> All right, cool. That's it. Yay. So, guys, please, as we said, if you like what you're hearing, um, give us five stars. Give us a nice comment because then we can keep making you beauty. And make sure you're subscribed. And I will be back on Thursday where I rummage through an interesting woman's beauty bag and then Kel and I will be back next Tuesday with more questions. Have a great week. See you then.